Hey guys, it's your girl Latoya V and I am the Press Song Girl. Thank you so much for tuning in on today on another episode of In The Press, where it is my mission to encourage, motivate, and inspire you to remain in the press. Because when you continue to press through every challenge, situation, issue, trial, tribulation, you get the victory in your life. So you have to remain pressing towards what the Lord has for you. Again, I'm so thankful for you joining me on today. And as I always give God the glory and the honor for everything he continues to do in my life through Jesus and how he continues to love me and take me and my family through each and everything that comes up. And he covers us from danger seen and unseen. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you do. I love you so much. Hopefully you've laid your burdens down. Hopefully you've moved beyond the the acceptance of the invitation per my last podcast. And you've moved beyond the invitation and you've connected to the Lord on a deeper level. It is when we begin to move forward beyond the acceptance of the invitation that we gain victory holistically, which is mind, body, spirit, and ultimately your soul. And that is what we want. I thank you so much again. Uh, for those that continue to support me, go on my website, thepressonggirl.com. You can get hoodies. You can get uh, books. You can get my journal, God Through Jesus. Nothing can separate you from uh, his love. My book, my journal, The Press on Girl and the press on guy as well as planners they're all available there but i want to get into what the lord has given me on today and hopefully you've had a wonderful week a great day hopefully you are feeling great on today um i want to get into what the lord has given me on today uh i was thinking about and i was actually um looking at sheep and the characteristics of sheep and looking at let's just see jeremiah 23 uh let's start at Three, it says, and I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries, whither I have driven them and will bring them again to their foes and they shall be fruitful and increase. And I will set up shepherds over them, which shall feed them and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed. Neither shall they be lacking, saith the Lord. And I just want to say to you on today to stay connected stay connected. I was looking at sheep and the characteristics of sheep in relation to the flock. And uh, one of the things that I noticed in reading about them is that they must see other sheep. But one of the most interesting things to me was that it says that they recognize that there's safety in numbers. I don't know if they really recognize, but it says that there's safety in numbers. There was a, a, a herdsman and I was uh, reading what he was saying. He said there's safety in numbers and it is harder for a predator to pull a sheep from the group than from strays. And so sheep have learned to look for and to seek one another. When they see one, a group, two, three, what they're okay, that's where I have to go. And I want to say to you today to stay connected to the flock. I've noticed recently that there has been pop-ups of churches and leaders and social media is flooded with different people and programs and, because we aren't quite 
fully into church now there are some churches that still are not at their um, full capacity level if if in at all, because of the pandemic, we understand many have gone back and some, they don't have their full capacity. They're still doing uh, the social um, distancing methods. They're still doing that, which is understandable. Um, but during this time, I just noticed that there are so many places that are popping up. And I, I know you all have heard the saying, charity begins at home. Charity begins at home and then it spreads abroad. And that's what I want to talk about on today. I love looking at other bishops and pastors. I love looking and uh, fellowshipping with other churches. I love it, especially when you're talking about deliverance. You're talking about being liberated, being uh, saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. And they're, they're talking about being consecrated and converted in your mind and not being conformed to this world, being transformed and they're uh, talking about the baptism of the Holy Ghost and being baptized in Jesus name and all of these things. I love it because I believe that in this life, not only do we have the opportunity to, but it is it, it is necessary that we have these these things so that we move forward in victory, uh, holistically, mind, body, spirit, soul. And we are able to have that connection with the Lord on a deeper level. Hence my last podcast, Beyond the Invitation. If you have not, check it out. It's the podcast prior to this one. But that is the thing. I, so I look at other places, especially when they're talking about things like that. But one of the things that you have to make maintain is, and you have to keep in your mind is charity begins at home. There are so many people that are going through difficult times in their life due to the pandemic. There are so many people that feel that maybe they want to disconnect. They haven't been in church. It's like, oh, I don't have to go back to church. I can just look at church on the internet. I can just stay on the web. And if you're doing that, because that is what your church is doing, by all means, continue to do it. But do not, I would never advise anyone to just disconnect from your home church. Your home church supersedes any other church. Yes, we are supposed to make sure that our home is taken care of first. And, and that's why I said charity begins at home and spreads abroad. It's okay to send offerings or uh, help out other places or wh however you may do. I'm not saying anything about that. But what I am saying is your tithes, your offerings, those first works, your tithes, your offerings, your help, your hands, your feet, your service to the Lord, not just offerings, your service to the Lord. It begins at home. It begins with your home church. It begins where you have your blessings have flowed. It begins, I can say it myself, I received the power of the Holy Ghost. I know that where I am, there is knowledge. There is true wisdom. There is an understanding. There is a breaking down of scripture and there is a teaching of scripture. Scripture, and I understand it. And my life has been changed. My life has been transformed due to what I have received. That's where you lay. That's good ground to, to offer. That's good ground to pay your tithes. That's good ground to lay up your offerings. That's good ground to do work. If you are in a church like that, I would, I would encourage you 
to do that. Don't disconnect from your pastors that have prayed over you, that have stayed up nights praying for you, that have laid, that are in laboring for the flock. You're the sheep that are there. And whenever you call them, they're available or your first ladies or, or what have you. They pray for your soul, pray for your family, pray for your finances, pray for your spirit, pray for deliverance and you've received it. Make sure that you stay connected. Now, if you're at another level in your life, if you've done everything that you're supposed to do and the Lord is leading you somewhere else and you've worked it out, you talk to your pastor and you all know what's going on. I'm not against anyone. If you're at another level and you're going in a different direction, I'm not against that. But what I'm saying is make sure that you don't allow uh, discouragement or just the fact that we've been in this pandemic and you haven't been to church or and maybe you've been in some things or done some things that you know the Lord is not pleased with or maybe some things have happened at your church and you feel that you need to just leave and disconnect. I don't know why I'm going this way, but if that is what has happened to you, make sure that you get it right. Make sure that you talk to your pastor, talk to your leaders and square it away. Everything should be done decently and in order. I don't know why I'm going in this direction. I just wanted us to get to the place where we understand that just like it says for sheep, there's safety in numbers. Oftentimes the enemy will try to pull you away, get you all by yourself, get you discouraged, get you angry, get you frustrated, get you upset thinking nobody cares about you. And he begins to talk to your mind, continues to pull at you, continue to throw temptation at you, continue over and over again until you get beat down and weighed down in the weights of this life pull you away from where God would have you to be or from what God would have you to do. Make sure that you are not disconnecting based on situations like that, because no matter where you go, you are going to have issues. You're going to have things that you go through. Stuff is not going to go the way you want all the time. You are going to have problems that you face, challenges, whatever it may be. There were plenty of times where I was upset and angry and I said, I'm leaving. I'm not staying here, but it was something that stood out to me and I'm going to, and I'm, I'm, and I'm giving, saying this to you. I don't know why I'm saying this to you, but I'm saying this because it's something that stood out to me. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures um, is with God, nothing shall be impossible. And I believe that we place God in a box on some situations in our life. So some things are impossible to us, even with God, even though we don't want to admit it, some unanswered prayers and some things that we seek from the Lord or have sought from the Lord year after year, and it has not been answered. Sometimes we feel that it's impossible. It's not going to happen for us. It's not going to happen. But if you truly attribute the impossibilities to God, God, then you know that no matter what it is, nothing is impossible in him and that we can receive what it is that we want. And so I'm saying that to say this, I had a situation in my life and I talked about it on previous podcasts, so I won't really get into it now where I backslid, but I didn't leave, not because I, I wanted to endure shame and embarrassment and people talking about me and, you know, walking past and being stared down. No, 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 no. I didn't leave because I says to the Lord, if I believe in you and I believe that you can fix all things, move all things, deliver from all things, and you are the alpha and the omega, you're the everything, then I believe that you can take me through this too. I will not allow my, my mistake to make me leave because I did wrong. 
That's the mentality that I had. And then I had to accept and face the things that I had done, the wrong that I had committed. And I said, I'm not running anymore. So often we want to run when things aren't right. So often we want to run when things don't look right, don't feel right, don't go how we want them to go. But that is not how God would have us to do. If you run, you'll be running for the rest of your life. At some point, you have to stand still in your mess and say, I did it. I said it. I'm going to stand here and repent, confess, and I'm not going to move. That's the mentality that we have to have. The devil will not only tempt you and pressure you and weigh you down and then you sin, but then he wants you to leave. He doesn't want you to stay there and get it right. That's how the enemy works. But we have to get a mindset of I'm standing still and I'm going to see the salvation of the Lord. Yes, I messed up, but so what? I'm going to stand here in my mess, face it, confess, repent, and seek God until I'm delivered from it. Stop running from everything. Stop running from everything that does not feel good. Stop running from everything that does not go your way. Stop running from everything that you don't feel. If it didn't happen the way I think it should happen or they're wrong, let God do the deal. Let God deal with people. Let God deal with situations. Let God do it. If you're in a place where there's deliverance, there's salvation, you've been liberated, you've received blessings on blessings, and you don't have a peace to leave, meaning God didn't tell you to leave, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still and let God move you when he is ready for you to be moved. We have to stop running. Stay connected to your church, your leaders, your congregation. Don't lose that connection. Yes, it's something about the house of the Lord where the spirit of the Lord is in the place and we love it. But many of us, we should have a greater appreciation for for what we've been missing. We should have a greater appreciation for the fact that we know that we serve in a church or we attend a church if you're not in a service capacity yet, or we're uh, tithing to or giving our offering or I help to a church that is spreading the gospel, that is spreading the news about deliverance, that is spreading the good news about Jesus, that is talking about your life being transformed instead of conformed. That's why I so freely give to my church. Because just like I received, just like I received that deliverance and I'm liberated in my life and I understand the workings of the devil, I received the teachings and I understand more about the devil, how he works, how he wants to separate and divide. That's why I give so freely because I don't just want it all for myself, but I want them to continue so somebody else can receive it. I want them to continue my church, my leaders, my pastor, the word of God through my church. I want them to continue you so someone else can be free just like I am free because I know that without my my teaching the learning the what I've learned the knowledge I would not be where I am we have to stop running we have to face who we are and we have to do things decently and in order I don't care what church you attend this isn't about moving from church to church I don't care what church you attend if you are under leadership that has helped you and that is propelling you and is connecting you to God through Jesus you are in the right place is if it's not detrimental to you and you know that it's not you're not being used mistreated abused maybe you just don't like some things 
things, let God sort out the rest. And you continue to seek God and to serve God and to look to God. That's what we have to do. Stay in the place if they're connecting you to God through Jesus. Stay there and get to where you need to be. Get that freedom and that liberation. Get that consecration. Get that sanctification. Stay under that holiness. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Continue to seek the Lord while he may be found. Don't get so caught up in all of these pop-up churches. Don't get so caught up in something that happened to you in church and now you want to give up. Maybe you need someone that you can confess to or talk about your problems with. Maybe you've done some things that you're not proud of. Maybe they're, see if there are brothers and sisters in your church that can help you or your pastor or your first lady, or maybe they've designated some as mothers and evangelists and they can help you and ministers and apostles, whatever it may be. Find someone that you can connect with that is connected to your church and the teachings and the things that are of your church, the commandments of God. Connect with them and you can stay connected to your flock because in that you're going to receive victory. Amen. You're going to receive victory. We have to learn how to stand still and wait on the Lord. I know there's a scripture that says, go to Jerusalem and stay there until you be endued with powerful mind power for my high. My going to Jerusalem was stop running, sit in it, deal with it, accept it. Don't move from where you are. Don't move from where you are. Don't move. Don't let anything pull you away from where you are. Cause you could be so close to your blessing. You could be right where your blessing is. You can be right there about to step into it. You can be right there about to step into it and you can lose out. And during this pandemic, it was such a difficult trying time that it's a time where many of the flock can be scattered. The flock can be scattered. Different members are falling off. Different members are, they're not staying and holding on because they haven't been able to feel that strength and the power like being in the house of the Lord. Reach out to your leaders, reach out and say, I need help. I'm weak. We have to learn how to confess. I know for me, I'm a person that's like, I'm not telling my business. I'm not talking to nobody. And there are some things that you won't share. Some things you've done, you never tell anybody and that's okay. But even if you just say, you know what? I need help. I need prayer. Can you pray with me? I need some help. I need someone to help me. I feel like I'm falling. I feel like I'm about to fail. I feel like temptation keeps coming at me and I'm not going to be able to make it. Please, I need some help. If this is what you need to do, then do it. Ask someone to pray with you, but be honest with yourself and acknowledge, yes, I need help, but don't give up. Don't give up. Many can and may be lost at this time, but don't give up. We have to, yes, everyone is not going to go back to attending church. Many are saying, hey, I'm going to stay online. I don't have to go back in service and deal with this and deal with that. I don't have to go back. But when we go through trials and tribulations and challenges, and they, they come to strengthen us. And we have to recognize the importance of moving with the times. We have to, as pastors, as leaders, opening up 
the virtual accessibility because so many places, churches are transitioning to stay abreast with this changing trend. But you that are not have not been able to attend church or maybe something's going on and you feel like you're ready to disconnect from it. Don't get lost in the shuffle and seek out other places that look good and sound good, because even though it may be good for some, it may not be good for you. We all have, God has a designated place that he wants us to be. And that's why I'm not against other churches because other churches, they're going to reach a certain demographic. They're going to reach a certain type of people. They have us an anointing on them to help some. We all, every, all other places, if they're of God, they have an anointing and a power to help certain areas. And they're set in certain places. And their light is shining in certain places for a reason. I remember I had given a, a, a message before, how bright is your light shining? How bright is it? In your area where you are, you might be the light in your community or wherever your church is. You might be the light in that community. Your church might be the light in that community. And then another church might be the light in another community. One church might be the light way somewhere else. We all have to reach different people, different demographics, different ages. It's, it's, it's all a part of God's plan. We all have to be able to reach and keep the flock to, because it's going to be a greater flock, God's flock. That's really what it is. We all have many flocks at churches, many flock here. You got a flock here, got a flock here. And you have your teaching here, your teaching here, doctrine here, and all those different things. But guess what? God is going to, he's the, he's the shepherd over Jesus is the shepherd and God is over everybody. He's over everybody. So we have to keep this in mind, but that's what I wanted to tell you on today. Charity begins at home. It's okay to work with other churches, work with, to, you know, fellowship with other churches. If you, after you've paid your tithes and given to your church and given up your service and done everything that you need to do at your church, then you can go out and help other churches. It has to be done decently and in order. And if there is a leader or pastor or whatever that is pulling you from your church and just ignoring the fact that you're connected to a church and you may be a little hurt or discouraged right now and they're pulling you to give to them, then there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong. You, you have to, there has to be a maintenance of a connection with your own. And that is even at home. That's even at home. Charity, charity begins at home, in your home. Don't be so quick to go out and feel like you're working for the Lord. You're out here doing any and everything and you haven't taken care of your home first. You have a husband at home, children at home, a wife at home or whatever. And you're going out doing everything and you haven't connected to and built up home. You haven't um, given your uh, wife or your husband or your children. You haven't acknowledged them and you haven't given them the love that they need, the care, the affection the acknowledgement that they need. You haven't done that yet. You're running all over town, going everywhere. And you're saying, oh, this is of God. God wants your home. Hallelujah. God wants your home to be taken care of first. You can't take care of another place if you've not taken care of home. You can't do for somewhere else if you've not done for home first. Take care of your home. Get your house. Get your house in order. Get yourself together, yourself together first before you go out and you try to take care of somebody else. 
I see so many people saying they're working for the Lord, yet their home is in disarray. I see so many people that are going out saying they're helping everybody else, yet they're torn up and broken up and they aren't together themselves. They aren't free. They aren't liberated. Take care of home. Take care of home first because charity, love, it begins at home. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Stop disconnecting from your home. Stop disconnecting from what you have to take care of first. Stop disconnecting from the fundamental basis of your life and you're going and you're taking care of someplace else first. That is not in the will. That's not in the will of God. That is not how God would have you to do. Everything must be done decently and in order. And I mean everything. God is first, family, and then everything else. But take care of your home first. God wouldn't have you running around town taking care of everything else, and your home is, is not in order. Take care of your home first. And if you have to, if God has moved it in your spirit and in your heart, and you know that, hey, I'm on another level, I have some things that the Lord wants me to do, let me go talk this out with my pastor or my leader, and let's see what happens. Do what you have to do. But never just disconnect. Don't get it in your mind that I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Don't get that in your mind. I'm out of here. I'm leaving this place. Whatever I'm leaving. Because the devil, just like the sheep, when he's not with the numbers, when the sheep is not with the flock, when the sheep has left the numbers, he becomes prey. He becomes prey. Easy to get. Easy to take down. But with strength in numbers. Stick together. I don't know why. Stick together. Stick together. The Lord is leading me to say stick together. Don't separate. Stick together. Stay with the flock. Stay with the flock. Connect on a deeper level. Move beyond the acceptance of the invitation and get that deeper connection with God through Jesus and let him teach you where you are and train you up so that you can have the victory in every area and aspect of your life. Don't be so easy to leave. Don't be so easy to disconnect. Even in your home, your marriage. Don't be so easy to walk away from your marriage. Don't be so easy to leave thinking something is greater on the other side. Don't be so easy because the devil will trick you, get you out of what you're in, thinking you're going to something better and you will lose out and die. And I don't mean a physical death, but your spirit man. Hallelujah. You can die spiritually. You can have a mental breakdown, die mentally. Somebody must be about to make a decision that's going to affect them and it's going to be detrimental to the rest of their life. I tell you right now, don't be so quick to walk away. Take care of home first. Do what you have to do at home first. Charity begins there. Then it spreads out. If you haven't taken care of where you are, how are you going to go out and take care of somewhere else? If you haven't done what you need to do where you are, how are you going to go somewhere else and do better? You have to take care of home and do things decently in order. Your church home, your family home, your vessel, you, who you are, take care of it first. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Don't just walk away. 
Don't just leave now. Don't, don't allow what has happened, what you've been through, how you've been discouraged to make you leave now. There's so many people that I see church hopping. So many people see other churches and feel like it's better on that side. I'm telling you, no matter where you go, you're going to have something going on. I learned myself that I had, I didn't leave, but I learned, I said, Lord, I'm staying here because if you are God and I say you're God and I say I believe in you, then it's no reason for me to go running, looking for joy and happiness somewhere else. I don't have to go seek it on the other side, thinking the grass is greener. I have to learn how to deal with what I'm in, learn how to face the challenges of life. And when God releases you, when God releases you, wait on the Lord to release you. When God releases you, then it'll be okay. Then you can move forward free. Then you can move forward and go into everything that the Lord has for you. I tell you on today, whoever you are, whoever is listening, don't be so quick to leave. Don't be so quick to walk out. If you have been in a place where you've received liberation and freedom and power, you're under the right guidance. You received anointing, wisdom, sanctification, the Holy Ghost. Don't leave. Don't be double-minded. Stop running when the going gets tough. Stop allowing the enemy to snatch you from your safe, fruitful place. Maybe you don't have what you want. Maybe you've been praying and it hasn't happened yet. It's okay. Stand still and wait on the Lord because everything is possible in God, even that which looks impossible. Seek God for guidance in your churches, in your homes, in your marriages, in your friendships, in all relationships, your jobs, whatever it is. Don't be so quick to walk away during this season. Don't be so quick to just move because you feel like I'm getting out of here. Wherever it is, whatever it is, be prayerful now. Be careful now. Seek God now. Seek help from those that are saved and are living for the Lord. Seek help, not from someone that you know is going to be detrimental to you, but seek help from those that have a connection with God. It could connect you to him. I thank you so much for listening on today. Thank you. And I hope you have a great week. And remember this, don't, don't leave, stay connected. Charity begins at home, then spreads abroad. I love you, but God loves you more than I ever could. God bless you and have a wonderful week. In the past, it's in